Hi, I'm Terrell Turner, the host of The Law and Finance Show, and today we have another great guest on. Now, one of the things that I find to be very amazing is when you can find a law firm that has been around doing what they've been doing for a very long time. Because, you know, one of the things that people experience is burnout or they experience just becoming irrelevant with their client base. But this firm has been doing what they've been doing for a very long time, and they're doing it very well in the Northeast Florida. So, Stay tuned for today's episode as we talk about their story and what are some of the things that they've done to be successful for such a long time. So without further ado, let me bring on an attorney and CEO of the Sizer Family Law Practice. Welcome to the show, Jonathan. How are you? Uh, thank you. I'm good. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, definitely a pleasure to have you on. Um, and, and I'm very excited to talk about, you know, why you guys are not your standard, you know, standard practice and, and, and you know, what has allowed you guys to have such longevity and, you know, ongoing success. But before we jump into that, can you tell the audience a little bit about your background? Uh, so I've been uh, I've been an attorney since uh, since 2000. So I'm more, um, surprisingly, uh, 20 years into into this field, uh, basically right out of uh, went to law school right out of college and and started practicing law right out of uh, law school. And uh, I did actually did environmental law for three years. Uh, in Washington, D.C. Um, from about 99 to about 2003 uh, and then uh, moved to down here to Jacksonville, uh, where I'm actually from and uh, was an assistant public defender here in, in, in Jacksonville from 2003 through the end of 2007. Uh, and then I've been practicing uh, family law with my family um, for uh, the from 2000, basically from 2008 through where we are now. So uh, it's been a, it's been a good, uh, it's, it's, it's been a good, been a good run so far. Awesome. You know, there's a couple of questions I have about that. I mean, I think one is, you know, when you sit back and you think about like, Hey, you started practicing in 2020. I know you quickly mentioned like surprisingly, does it ever like when someone asks you like how long you've been practicing and you answer the question, are you ever shocked when the answer comes out your mouth? I, I am um, because it certainly um, it certainly does not seem like it's been over over twenty years. Uh, I can I can certainly remember some of the some of the very first cases I had, uh, some of the very first things I was doing as a as a young attorney, and uh, it it does not it does not seem like it was that long ago. So mm. time time certainly flies. That's for sure. Mm. Gotcha. Now, one of the things I'm also curious about is, you know, how people find their way of navigating to the type of law that they practice. I mean, like, as you said, right now, you know, the firm is focused on family law, but that's not kind of where you started. So how did you kind of make that transition from the different areas you wanted to focus on into family law? Well, when you have uh, when you have two parents who both practice family law uh, and 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 they have and they have a business uh, that they were running for, you know, essentially your, your entire life, uh, 
then it makes it um, it, it makes it easier to transition into that same field. Uh, you have a you have both a a company that you want to that you want to keep going into the next generation, uh, and you have a wealth of knowledge uh, that you can uh, that you can learn from. So, uh, pretty I can say pretty uh, pretty confidently that had I not had uh, two parents that were already practicing family law and a and a company that you know that needed an, uh, that was going to need the next generation to keep it going, uh, I probably would have not gone into this particular area. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, you know, that that's a, something that I, I think about a lot when you, you mentioned about, you know, that having a family law, your parents having family law practice and wanting to continue it and, and keep it going. I mean, to where one of the things that I, as I talk to a lot of law firms that they struggle with is, you know, I, I don't know if my firm is going to last longer than me. Um, so, I mean, for your, for your, your parents, like, were there things that your parents did that, you know, I guess encouraged, like say you to want to get involved beyond just, Hey, the fact that they ran the firm. Well, they, they're very, they're very passionate about what they do. Um, they, they believe that their work is important. Uh, they practice at a very high level. Uh, and what they what they do is important to them, uh, and the reputation that they've created over decades is very important to them. So, kind of in, you know instilled that type of work ethic, that type of mentality to have, um, just as a as a professional uh, that you want to keep you want to keep that going. You know, once it's once once that has been established. Um, you kind of feel like you have a responsibility to, to keep it going. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I, I will say is a huge congratulations to, you know, your, your parents for setting that tone. I think setting a, a culture in the firm often can be a challenging thing for a lot of people. And I guess now as the, you know, as an attorney and CEO of the firm, you know, how is kind of your role now as see attorney and CEO change from the way you've approached and practiced law in the past? Uh, I, I definitely don't think of myself as a, as a CEO. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> it, it's kind of a, it, it's just kind of the, it's the default of having, of being an, an owner. Uh, I would say that, that, um, you know, my, my, my legal, my legal assistant is more of the CEO than I am. Um, you know, I don't, I, there's no way that I could, there's no way that I could run a firm without, without my, without my partner, without my law partner, without my office manager, uh, without my paralegal, without my, um, without my legal assistant. Uh, so it, it, it's, it's absolutely a team approach. Uh, at the end of the day, um, I'm a practitioner, uh, but I'm a practitioner who also has, some uh business responsibilities so uh, it's it's definitely a team approach to the the management aspect of of the firm mm -hmm. now you know that's something that i find curious when i'm talking to to different lawyers as far as you know when it comes down to managing both being a practitioner and the business side is 
some a lot of times some lawyers feel like you know there is a clash of those two worlds that they have to think with two different you know two completely different perspectives do you feel like that's the same for you or do they tend to coincide a little bit well the it's more of the more of the former. Uh, there's just there's not enough time in the day to uh, to do both to be a, a practitioner at a high level and also to uh, manage a company. It's 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 just it's very difficult to do both, uh, and so it's important to to me to have a an an office manager who actually you know can do things like run payroll and pay bills and and check the the bank account uh and uh and run a run a pnl and uh make sure that our our taxes are current uh and things like that because you know when you know if you have a trial and that trial takes an entire day well then not only have you lost that day but you also are behind from the day before uh with everything else that's come in uh and you know when you're when you're spending all day chasing chasing emails and returning calls and having to prepare for for hearings the next day when are you supposed to actually find time to manage your company so it's a it's a it's a it's a hard it's a hard process it's you get, that's why you just have to have a really good team around you mm -hmm. And I guess uh, speaking of that team, like you mentioned about the the office manager, like how how long did it take you to to find an office manager, or did, like your was the office manager already in place when you came into the firm? Well, the 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 firm itself has has had a number of different forms. Uh, so uh, before I before my for instance, my mother had her own firm and she had her own office manager for forever. Um, my father and my uncle had um, had their firm for for decades and then they had their their office manager. And then the decision was made to uh, to start a new firm when some of the other attorneys uh, did not want to move forward. Uh, and then Anytime you create a new firm, which was just my father and I, then you have to then find uh, a new uh, a new office manager to to help uh, continue on with with the new version, you know, version 2.0. And uh, and then after that happened, then there was a, a merger with my um, father and uncle's firm with my mother's firm. And then that took on a new shape. And then you had we had to find um someone new to come in and and take over basically version 3.0 of the firm so you know you're just people come and go and uh sometimes one one um one version of a firm works well for someone and, and another version does not work as well and you're just you're just trying to find the right the the right people um you know at the at the right time to step in and some people work out and some don't, uh, and it's just all about finding what that that one cohesive group that's going to uh, that's going to work well together. Because there's so many different there's so many different personalities and different viewpoints uh, of you know how to how to run a business, especially a business that's full of people that are not used to running businesses. So 
uh, it's just trying to, it's about just about trying to find that work, that, that right fit. So right now our office manager now, uh, is, is, is fairly new and, uh, and so far she's a great fit. So we're hopeful that that'll last for a long time. Gotcha. No, you know, it's interesting when you talk about kind of just the different versions, the different reiterations as, you know, the, 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 the structure of the firm has changed over time. Um, you know, with having such a long history of, like I said, of developing a, a solid reputation where you guys are, um, you know, did, how did you guys continue to maintain kind of that reputation in the midst of all of those design changes of the firm did like, you know, potential customers see that as, Hey, this is a completely new firm or Hey, these are the same people, just a new structure, just kind of, how did you maintain that reputation through all that? Well, it's, it's through, it's really through the work product. So, you know, when you've been doing, when, when one, when one family has been doing the same type of work for, for decades, if you perform, if you perform at a, at a high level, then that creates that reputation. And if I have the ability to then come in um, and also perform at a high level and get good results uh, from my clients, then that helps to keep it going. And so when, when one generation bridges to another generation, uh, then, then that's how, that's how you do it. And then the, and then when you, when you continue to surround yourself by, by having other attorneys that also are, um, working at a high level and showing attention to detail and, and, and personalizing their cases and treating their clients, uh, as, uh, you know, that each case is its own poses its own set of problems and each person deserves their own amount of personal attention. Uh, you just, you just continue to keep that, that reputation at a high level. That's, that's at the end of the day, that's, that's the goal. Um, because it takes, it's, it, it's, it's very hard to reach that, to reach that level. And it can be, it can be ruined very easily. Gotcha, gotcha. So one of the things that I'm I'm curious about is, you know, you talked about, you know, with your, you know, your parents being being lawyers. Um, so I guess growing up, was it kind of like ingrained in your mind that you knew you wanted to become a lawyer, or did that come a little later in life? Uh, I would say it came a little bit later in life, but it certainly uh, contributed when you're when you're hearing the same types of discussions uh and you're talking about kind of the same types of issues uh you hear when you're hearing your parents talk about their day and what they're and and you're interested in what they're doing um you know it's kind of it's kind of ingrained around you uh and there may be some osmosis to that there could be some um you know that's if you know if you think in a very analytical way and that's and that's kind of the way that you're that you're raised uh then that helps as well uh it's hard to say how much of how much of ultimately wanting to pursue a career in law was based just on growing up in a in a family of lawyers versus that's just the direction that my um 
that my interest took me based on just kind of how I think and and um, what I find what I the kind of career that I find that I would find interesting. Awesome. Awesome. Now, one of the things that I'm curious about, you know, with, with this reputation that you guys have developed, you know, if you were talking to, let's say, you know, um, some of your existing clients, what's some of the, the feedback or what's some of the ways that they would describe what it's like working with the Zeiser family law firm? Well, it's, uh, it's Zisser, not not Zeiser. Oh, Zisser. Um, Sorry. I apologize. <laughs> that's, that's OK. Um, you know, I, I think that they would say that 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 we're um that we're compassionate that we understand uh the very difficult type of situation that someone is in when our clients are going through are going through family law cases they're going through divorce cases they're going through custody cases uh they're going through highly stressful times i mean they're you know they're they're involved in a lawsuit with their spouse or with the other with the parent of their of their children so that's automatically going to be a very a very stressful situation i think that they would say that we that were that that we're compassionate about that but we, that we get to the we get to the root of the problem at, at the end of the day lawyer, lawyers are problem solvers that's what we do um and uh and i would and i would say that you know they probably they would probably say that we help them to not get um, lost in the weeds, but to but to see the big picture, uh, to see the the pathway uh, of how to get out, um, how to how to change a, a a very difficult situation into one that's more manageable uh, and that has a solution. Um, I think every problem has a solution. It's about figuring out how to get there. Uh, and in our in our cases, there are lots of moving parts you know there are kids and companies uh and and finances and 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 bank accounts and and sometimes really serious things like like criminal charges and uh and so when you have just when you have all those moving parts all together uh it can be very easy to to feel to feel lost and and you know we help to plot that course through to to say, you know, where's the finish line? How how is all this? How can all this resolve? Mm -hmm. Awesome, and, I love it. So, if people are interested in learning more about the firm, um, whether they're interested in reaching out to do business with you guys, um, where is a good place for them to find you online? Uh, so, our our website's the best place. Uh, it's uh, zisserfamilylaw.com. Uh, you can. You can find out about uh, every every attorney in the firm, uh, our background, what we do. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of good material just to just to do your own research uh, um, and find out, you know, what what we have to say about um, this area that that we practice in, and uh, we we're also on uh, on Facebook and uh, the but. You know the website's probably the the easiest go-to spot and nowadays that's where people kind of end up when they're search when when they don't have a word of mouth hey i had a great experience with these lawyers they really helped me out i recommend that you see them because you know certainly word, word of mouth is is um that never that never dies right that that's you always want to keep that 
um, your name out there, uh, but someone who is searching maybe for the first time or is fairly new to this area, the website's the best way to go. Awesome. I love it. Well, before we wrap up, one final question that I love asking every guest is, you know, we've talked about a lot of great things. Um, so if you were talking to someone and said, hey, I was on the law and finance show with Terrell Turner. And hey, if you're going to listen to that, you know, that conversation I had with him, here are two big takeaways you should take from that conversation. So if you had to say what your two big takeaways from this conversation would be, is what would those be? Um, I would say that uh, the when you're when you're involved in a in a in a family law case, which is what we handle, um, it's all about the cost benefit analysis. Every every situation, you can apply a cost benefit analysis to it. What and it and that you can apply that really to to any to any situation. But there's going to there's going to be a cost. And there's going to be a benefit and you have to determine for yourself, uh, you know, where, where, where you fall in that, in that spectrum. Um, and sometimes you also have to try to step away from, from, from the weeds and try to see the big picture. Uh, understand that, uh, there is no, sometimes there is no right answer. Um, because two people who, even who live together for a long time, uh, they perceive the same set of facts very differently. Um, and it's certainly in our area, perception really is reality. Uh, and so because of that, understand that, you know, that's why we say men are from Mars and women are from Venus. Sometimes you, you can, how the way you perceive a certain situation is your own reality. So you have to understand that and know that, that even though you may feel very passionately about something and you believe that there's only one right answer, there really isn't. Um, and, uh, and you have to do ultimately what, um, what you feel is best for you. And then of course, take your lawyer's advice. Awesome. Well, Jonathan, thank you so much for coming on being an awesome guest on the show today. It has been a pleasure having you. I appreciate it. Thanks. If you're looking for ideas on how to manage and grow a profitable law firm, this Facebook group is perfect for you because every week we are featuring conversations with successful lawyers and businesses related to law firms on tips, ideas, and technology that are helping many people grow and manage a profitable law firm. So, if you're looking for great tips and ideas, you definitely want to click the link below so you can join the conversation and be part of the Law Firms and Finance Facebook group.